Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into The Upward Spiral by Alex Korb, PhD, a groundbreaking book that bridges the gap between complex neuroscience and practical self-help. Released in 2015, The Upward Spiral presents a compelling exploration of how our brains can unfortunately descend into a worsening cycle of depression and what actionable steps we can take to reverse this downward spiral towards positive mental health. Author Alex Kaur brings his extensive background as a neuroscientist from Brown University and UCLA to the forefront, offering readers a unique blend of scientific insight and accessible advice. Currently engaging in postdoctoral research at UCLA and consulting for pharmaceutical and biotech companies, Korb distills complex neuroscientific concepts into practical strategies aimed at combating depression, anxiety, and worry. This book is an essential read for anyone struggling with depression or anxiety, as well as for lay people interested in the workings of the brain and how it impacts our mental health. Additionally, students overwhelmed by their course load will find solace and solutions in Korb's evidence based approaches to improving mental well being. Join us as we explore the material conditions that influence mood and mental states and uncover the concrete steps the upward spiral offers for reclaiming your mental health and embarking on a journey towards a happier, healthier life. The Upward Spiral Using Neuroscience to Reverse the Course of Depression One Small Change at a Time Introduction Breaking Free from the Grip of Depression Imagine a day when everything feels like an uphill battle. Each attempt to lift your spirits merely adds weight to the cloak of gloom draped over your shoulders. You consider surrendering to the heaviness, retreating to the comfort of your bed, and writing the day off as a lost cause. But life demands your presence, and with each step forward, you sink further into a quicksand of anxiety and worry. This, my friends, is the essence of a downward spiral a hazardous pathway leading straight into the arms of depression. Depression ensnares us in its clutches through a combination of fear, anxiety, and incessant worry. Once caught in its snare, our brain works overtime, pushing us deeper into despair. But what if I told you that it's possible to break free from this vicious cycle? This narrative is not just about recognizing the depths of the depressive state, but more importantly, about charting a course towards liberation and resilience. On this journey, you'll gain insight into the intricate workings of your brain and uncover practical strategies to evade the clutches of depression. We're not just talking about escaping the downward spiral. We're about to embark on a mission to reverse its direction entirely, propelling ourselves into an upward spiral of recovery and hope. Among the treasure trove of knowledge awaiting you, You'll learn about the primal instincts of your reptilian brain, often a hotspot for initiating those negative cycles. You'll also discover the resident culprits within your brain that perpetuate bad habits, further anchoring you in the depths of your despair. And, as a beacon of light at the end of this tunnel, you'll find out why something as simple as a hug can be a powerful tool in your arsenal against depression. Embark on this path to understand how your brain is wired and leverage that knowledge to forge your upward spiral. 
transforming from a state of despair to one of renewed hope and vitality. Part 1. Unraveling the Brain's Role in the Descent into Depression When you confide in someone about feeling depressed, the immediate reaction might be to probe for an external catalyst. What's wrong? Yet, understanding depression's stronghold requires us to dive not outward but inward into the complex architecture of the human brain itself. At the heart of this exploration are two pivotal regions, the feeling brain and the thinking brain. The feeling brain, or the limbic system, is also known as our reptilian brain. This section, comprised of the brain's more ancient structures, is the epicenter of our emotional experiences, particularly those linked to stress and anxiety. In contrast, the thinking brain, or the prefrontal cortex, nestled just behind the forehead, represents the pinnacle of human brain evolution. This area is not only instrumental in shaping human intelligence, but also acts as a regulator for the limbic system. In optimal conditions, the prefrontal cortex allows for a thoughtful dissection of negative emotions such as guilt, shame, or worry thus providing a critical distance necessary for emotional processing. However, the plot thickens when depression enters the scene. Under its cloud, the prefrontal cortex falters in its regulatory duties, leading to an emotional upheaval characterized by unbridled stress and anxiety. This dysfunction heralds the initiation of a downward spiral, propelling an individual further into the depths of depression. The author's personal battle with loneliness illustrates this dynamic vividly. Despite recognizing the need for social interaction to counteract feelings of isolation, the mere thought of planning triggers overwhelming stress. Thus, the more isolated he feels, the greater the challenge becomes to break free from this self-perpetuating cycle. What's critical to understand is that the triggers of these downward spirals are as varied as individuals themselves. While social isolation may be the author's Achilles' heel, another person might find their mood plummeting in the absence of physical activity. Nonetheless, anxiety and worry emerge time and again as primary culprits in catalyzing these vicious cycles of depression. In the subsequent segments, we will delve deeper into these antagonists laying bare the mechanisms through which they ensnare individuals in the relentless grip of depression. Part 2. How Worry and Anxiety Fuel a Downward Emotional Spiral Imagine you're embarking on an exciting project, bubbling with enthusiasm, but then a shadow creeps over your optimism as you start to dwell on everything that might go wrong. This seed of doubt blossoms into worry, and the more you dwell on potential pitfalls, the more consumed by worry you become. It's a classic scenario of getting ensnared in a worry-filled loop where negativity colors every decision. This process is intriguingly governed by the prefrontal cortex. The same part of the brain responsible for planning is also the mastermind behind your worries. Consider the author's own experience while organizing a dinner party. Initially, all seemed well until he remembered the need to tidy up his apartment. As more tasks piled up, worry kicked in. What if dinner isn't ready in time? What if there's no chance to shower? 
What if my home's messiness raises eyebrows? Before he knew it, twenty minutes had vanished into a vortex of worries, all the while missing a crucial message from his friends about a delay in their arrival. This story highlights the ease with which we can get trapped in a cycle of what-ifs, which effectively hijacks the prefrontal cortex's ability to plan and foresee potential issues. Instead, worry, originating from the limbic system, clouds our vision with pessimism. Worry, at its core, involves ruminating over potential issues. Anxiety takes it a step further, making these hypothetical situations feel as though they're unfolding in real time. Although distinct, both share roots in the limbic system, particularly the sections linked to fear. The key difference lies in their triggers. Fear arises from tangible threats, while anxiety stems from the mere possibility of danger. Yet, despite their distinctions, worry and anxiety feed into one another, creating a self-sustaining cycle of distress. This dynamic duo holds individuals captive within their downward emotional spirals, highlighting the intricate interplay between contrasting facets of our brain's operation. Part 3. The Vicious Circle. How Depression Magnifies Negativity and Reinforces Unhealthy Habits. Ever heard the saying that it takes numerous compliments to make up for a single critique? This adage rings particularly true for those grappling with depression. Why is this so? It boils down to the depressive mind's tendency to latch on to the negative, casting shadows on every experience and perpetuating a cycle of despair. Our brains are hardwired to prioritize emotional events, making them more salient than neutral ones. Picture this. An image of an apple might not evoke much of a reaction, but the sight of a gun aimed your way? That's bound to get a response. This sensitivity to the emotional temperature of our environment can become skewed towards the negative, particularly for those genetically predisposed or currently battling depression. This was evidenced in a 2014 study by psychologist Robert Maniglio, where depressed individuals interpreted neutral faces as sad, highlighting the skewed perception rooted in depression. This biased focus on negativity serves as a catalyst further deepening the descent into depressive states. However, the role of unhealthy habits in this downward spiral cannot be overstated. Consider the story of Billy as a prime example. Battling obesity, Billy turns to food as a coping mechanism for stress, unwittingly exacerbating his weight issues, which in turn deepens his depressive symptoms, propelling him into a self-destructive cycle of eating to soothe emotional distress. At the core of these repetitive actions is the striatum, the brain's hub for forming habits. This area encourages us to repeat behaviors we find rewarding. Yet, this system doesn't discriminate between good and bad habits. It's as likely to uphold Billy's stress eating as it is any positive routine. The challenge with depression is that it dulls the brain's response to dopamine, the feel good chemical released during pleasurable activities. Consequently, depressed individuals might find themselves in a relentless pursuit of their next fix, whether it's through food, drugs, or gambling, as their brain demands increasingly more of these activities to attain a semblance of relief. In closing, the intersection of depression's penchant for negativity and the reinforcement of damaging habits creates a self-perpetuating cycle. 
one that demands understanding and intervention for those caught in its grip. Part 4. Turning the Tide. How Exercise Launches an Upward Spiral Out of Depression. It's no secret that exercise is heralded as a panacea for physical well-being, but its virtues extend far beyond just keeping us fit. Exercise emerges as a formidable ally against depression, attacking the malady on physical, mental and social fronts. The challenge lies in overcoming the initial resistance. For those wrestling with depression, the very thought of exercise can seem futile, viewed through a lens that distorts the potential benefits. Yet, the reality is that physical activity is a powerful counterforce against the grip of depression. Physically, the distress of disrupted sleep patterns and relentless fatigue that often accompany depression can be alleviated through regular exercise, which not only enhances sleep quality, but also boosts energy levels. Mentally, engaging in physical activity sharpens cognitive functions and lowers stress and anxiety levels both prominent contributors to depressive states. Socially, exercise serves as a bridge to the outside world. Whether it's a peaceful jog in the park or a group class at the gym, it nudges you into social contexts, fostering connections, and breaking the isolation that often feeds depression. However, the idea isn't to leap into an intensive workout regime. The beauty of exercise lies in its scalability. Even modest amounts can set the stage for an upward spiral. Drawing from the author's personal journey, a shift from working remotely to incorporating small bouts of physical activity, such as morning walks or campus jogs, had a transformative effect. Each step, no matter how minor, catalyzed the release of positive neurochemicals, easing the transition to the next, eventually steering him away from the shadow of depression. This narrative underscores a crucial principle. Initiating even the smallest acts of physical activity can ignite a process of positive change, offering a lifeline out of depression's depths and setting the wheels in motion for an upward spiral towards well-being. Part 5. Navigating Out of the Abyss. How Decision-Making Sparks an Upward Journey. Life's vast sea of uncertainties, from career pivots to significant financial commitments, often becomes a breeding ground for worry and anxiety. Yet, there's a beacon of hope that promises navigation through these turbulent waters, decision-making and goal-setting. Reflect on the gripping tales from Touching the Void, where the harrowing adventures of mountain climbing parallel the trials we face in our everyday lives. Joe Simpson, the author, underscores a vital survival tactic, the necessity of decision-making, however daunting it may be. The mountain, much like life, demands choices, whether to take one path over another, even at the risk of error. Hesitation or inaction invites the peril of being caught unprepared by nightfall or a sudden storm. Decisions, even flawed ones, carve paths to potential victories. This lesson transcends the craggy slopes, offering a strategy to break free from the mental mire. Decisions act as the initial thrust needed to propel us out of the downward spiral. Coupled with this is the art of goal-setting, a potent force in sculpting an upward trajectory. The power of goals lies in their chemical influence on our brains, 
The mere act of focusing on a long-term objective triggers the release of dopamine, a neurotransmitter that rewards our progress with a sense of pleasure. This biochemical reward system isn't limited to the achievement's culmination, but gratifies each step that inches us closer to our target. However, the effectiveness of this mechanism hinges on the specificity of our goals. Vague ambitions fail to harness this motivational engine, whereas concrete, actionable objectives align our neural pathways towards success. Take, for example, the aspiration to secure a new job. Rather than leaving it at that broad statement, refine it to sending out five resumes per week. Such precision not only breaks down the overwhelming task into manageable actions, but also amplifies your confidence in realizing your overarching aim. In the midst of life's uncertainties, the commitment to making decisions and crafting specific goals lights the flame of dopamine-driven determination, guiding us on an upward journey out of the shadows of doubt and despair. Part 6. The Sleep-Stress Connection a key to overcoming depression. Sleep is the cornerstone of both physical and mental health, intricately linked to everything from blood pressure and mood to memory and learning capabilities. It's no wonder that disturbed sleep is often entwined with depression, amplifying its grip on our lives. Achieving a night of restful sleep can dramatically uplift your mood, sharpen your mental clarity, and enhance your decision-making abilities. Notably, it acts as a powerful antidote to stress, which, in a virtuous cycle, further improves the quality of your slumber. But how do you ensure your sleep is as rejuvenating as possible? Enter the concept of sleep hygiene, the practices and habits conducive to good sleep. This encompasses several elements, from the setup of your sleeping environment to your pre-bedtime activities. Establishing and adhering to a sleep routine is pivotal. Consider implementing a nightly ritual free from electronic distractions, perhaps involving a sequence of winding down activities like turning off gadgets, engaging in a skincare routine, and sipping on a soothing herbal tea. These actions signal to your brain that it's time to transition into sleep mode. It's also advisable to moderate your intake of stimulants, such as caffeine, and to avoid relying on alcohol as a sleep aid. The essence of sleep hygiene lies not just in enhancing the quality of your rest, but also in ensuring you get an adequate quantity. While individual needs may vary, the golden standard of seven to eight hours per night is a good benchmark for most people. By prioritizing sleep and implementing strategies to optimize it, you can reduce stress and take a significant step towards lifting the veil of depression, setting the stage for healthier, happier days ahead. Part 7, Cultivating Gratitude and Social Bonds, a Blueprint for Happiness. Since childhood, the importance of uttering thank you has been ingrained in us, a lesson in manners that paves the way for deeper connections. Fast forward to adulthood, where expressing gratitude transcends polite interactions, morphing into a daily affirmation of life's blessings. This act of thankfulness is not just a social courtesy, but a potent antidote to depression, a beacon of positivity in the often murky waters of negative thought. Depression has a way of blanketing perceptions with a layer of negativity. Gratitude, however, operates on an entirely different frequency. 
It asserts that joy does not stem from material abundance, but from a cultivated mindset of appreciation. This realization opens up a world where gratitude knows no bounds, unchained from the circumstances of our existence. Engaging in gratitude can be as simple as maintaining a daily journal, a safe haven for recognizing and cherishing the big and small wonders of your life. Committing to this practice not only nurtures a habit, but gradually reprograms your thought patterns, replacing dread with contentment. Research echoes the transformative power of gratitude, spotlighting its mood-lifting prowess. Given the brain's selective focus, channeling your energy towards gratitude effectively sidelines the negativity stemming from anxiety and worry. Furthermore, gratitude amplifies the joy derived from social connections. The mere act of valuing relationships enhances the quality of social interactions making each connection more fulfilling. Human contact, even with strangers, serves as a catalyst for happiness, engaging the brain's circuits in a way that elevates your overall well-being. Simply being in the presence of others can dissipate feelings of isolation and despair. At the heart of these social interactions lies a powerful hormone, oxytocin, known as the trust hormone. Oxytocin fosters a sense of belonging and reduces anxiety. Engaging in physical gestures like hugs or handshakes or even receiving a massage can trigger the release of this miraculous chemical fortifying social bonds. In essence, the pursuit of gratitude and the expansion of your social sphere are foundational elements of a joyful existence. They illuminate a path out of the shadow of depression guiding you towards a life marked by appreciation and connection. Final summary. Depression weaves a complex web, drawing upon an array of triggers to ensnare individuals in a relentless downward spiral. This descent often feels like a seemingly inescapable vortex, where each attempt to break free only deepens the sense of despair. However, amidst this gloom, there lies a beacon of hope. Through targeted strategies and deliberate actions, it's possible to dismantle this spiral and foster a journey towards recovery and rejuvenation. Understanding that the battle against depression is multifaceted is crucial. It's not solely a battle of will, but a strategic engagement that involves recalibrating both mind and body. From harnessing the uplifting power of exercise and optimizing sleep hygiene to cultivating gratitude, and pursuing enriching social interactions, each step taken is a stride away from the shadows of depression. The essence of combating this condition lies in recognizing the interplay between our neurological processes and our lived experiences. By actively seeking avenues to positively influence this dynamic, individuals can initiate an upward spiral, gradually distancing themselves from the chokehold of depressive states. In conclusion, Depression, despite its daunting facade, can be confronted and overcome. By embracing a holistic approach that addresses physical well-being, mental clarity, and social connectivity, one can unravel the threads of depression, paving the way towards a brighter, more hopeful horizon.
Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.